The following podcast contains dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. I want that yummy gummy all over my body. Michael and I have been together for three years. We could dive into our deepest fantasies. One day, we thought, let's just pick a day out of the week. You know, we'll call it Slutty Saturday. It's hot. I just felt my stomach drop. Treasure like you will always have my full attention. No one. I need to figure out why he had a seizure. Juan, we're going to help you, okay? What happened in here? We're in the pool. So, you know, we're kissing. So beautiful. Swimsuit came off. Trunks came off. Everything <laughs> came off. Something has my foot. Uh-oh. We, we made a boo-boo here. Ow! You, you know, I started panicking. Jess, what is he doing to you? Yeah. He's dying. It's burning. Ow! I'm Josie. I'm Michael. We've been together just over three years. <laughs> He's the biggest sweetheart I'd ever met. Such a romantic. And he tries to, you know, if you ever tell anybody, I'm going to deny it. But he really is. When me and Josie first got together, I was pretty much a straight shooter per se. My sex life, it was pretty mainstream. It was normal everyday America. And um, Josie opened my world to a new horizon, I'll put it that way. Baby, which movie do you want to watch? I don't know, do you want a rom-com or a horror? I don't know. I'm kind of feeling this one. First thing when I met Michael, like I try to come off as like this little Miss Good Girl, and then the first night Michael and I ever slept together, he was like, Whoa, your nipples appears? Like, I didn't see that coming. She's like, hey, this is what we're gonna do, and throws down the gauntlet and really gets it done. She's crazy. I have an idea. Come with me. I told Michael the kind of things that I was into, and he was very open for it. He told me, you know, he had never tried those things, but I think it secretly turned him on. We were having sex multiple times a day. The physical aspect of our relationship, that's what our relationship was initially based on because the sex with Michael was so good. After two years, the same person, it starts to kind of get the okay, same. Ready? Our sex life became very vanilla. I feel like we've already tried that. You want to try it again? No. Mm. We were like, hey, what do we got to do to spice this up? I have an idea. So I think one day, you know, we're, you know, let's just pick a day out of the week where someone has to come up with something. That way we don't have to, you pick, no, you pick. You know, we'll call it Slutty Saturday. Someone will come up with it. The other person has to do it no matter what. It could be fun, you know? I mean, we could dive into our deepest fantasies. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like Taco Thursdays that some people have. They're like, oh, I can't wait till Taco Thursday. I can't wait till Saturdays. Report for duty, my soldier of love. <laughs> I like when Michael dresses up in uniform with his dog tag. It turns me on. And We've done whips, chains, swings, candle wax, nipple clips. If it can be done, it's been done. On the day in questioning that an incident actually occurred, I went out to the store to buy some DVDs. Four sixty-five. See this giant gummy candy. It's probably about five pounds. That's awesome. How much is it? $45. This huge, massive sugar and deliciousness. All right, I'll take it. I just want to spring it on Josie. It's one of her favorite things. It's heavy. <laughs> Thanks. He walks in the door, and he, you know, he shows me this giant gummy. I got you something, pumpkin. Ooh, presents. 
Oh, Michael, you really do love me. He knows gummies are my favorite. I was like, oh, he was listening. He knows the red gummies, my favorite. Oh my gosh. <gasps> uh, ooh, I know how we can use this for slutty Saturdays. I'm like, ooh, you know what'd be hot? Let's eat this gummy off me. Oh, let's melt it and eat it off. Yeah, that'd be a super hot idea. Michael ties me to the headboard. My scoutmaster would be proud. <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go melt this real quick, and he goes downstairs. So I'm weighing all excited. This is gonna be so much fun. Where are you, baby? Hurry up! It'll just be a minute. I want that yummy gummy. I cut a hunk of his head off, and I throw it in the microwave. Michael! Hang on, baby. I want that yummy gummy all over my body. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go. Gummy. Yes. <sighs> Perfect. The microwave pretty much nuked the gummy. It's about time. Sorry it took so long. It took forever to melt. Mm, start on my chest first. That's where I started to drizzle it. Ooh, hot. Oh, it feels good. It was hot. In my head, I'm comparing it to things like candle wax. It's hot. It's like, all right, it's gonna instantly start cooling down. I know, baby. No, it, it, it's really hot. It's super hot. My chest was on fire. You like the way it burns, don't you, baby? It's super hot. You're super hot. And your super hot is making me super duper hot. No, it, it, it's not a good hot, Michael. It's bad. Ah, it's, it's burning. <sighs> Get it off of me. Ah, my tongue. What? I hurt my tongue. So her chest is burning off while my tongue's on fire. Uh, what is that? It pieces your chest. My what? Your it was chest. skin from my chest. Uh, oh my God, what? don't you dare throw on Michael's untie me, untie me right now. She's pulling on him so hard, the knots were just tightening up. Stop struggling, you're making it worse. What? It's burning. Butter. Everybody knows that by the heel wound. Come on. So I'm like, all right, ice. Ice is gonna help cool it down. That's not the way that you really want to be introduced to your girlfriend's mom for the first time. Yes! I went to the number one source, which is my mother. She would know what I should do. And I tell her, Mom, I have a burn. I don't know if I should go to the ER or not. Mom, Michael and I... He's begging, make up a lie. I had to tell her the truth, so I told her, Mom, we were trying to be kinky. I was like, Michael poured some melted gummy on my boob. It didn't shock her, because nothing shocks my mom, so it was like, Go to the emergency room. As soon as that phone call went in, I just felt my stomach drop. It was one of those, I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna be judged for it forever. The thing that really convinced me that it was serious enough to go to the ER was Josie's tenacity in it. And that's when I kind of realized I'm really gonna have to brave the emergency room. We need to go to the ER. Are you sure we need to go? 
try to talk Josie from going out of the ER because it's just embarrassing. Yes, we need to go now. Just the looks that I was gonna get. She was like, I don't care what I have to do if I have to walk barefoot in the snow uphill both ways. I'm going to the emergency room, period. Can I help you? She needs to see a doctor right away. I'm sorry, sir, I can't understand you. Could you speak more clearly? I can't, I hurt my tongue, sorry. She couldn't understand what he was saying and I was getting impatient, so I just yelled. He burned my chest. I need my boob looked at. You burned her chest? So I take my jacket off and I show the nurse and her first reaction was to gasp. And she grabs her chest and takes a step back. Michael's just beyond embarrassed. She looked at me like, you dirty, mean, angry person. And I'm like, it's her idea. Josie, right? I'm Janet, I'm an ER nurse. I understand that you have a burn. Yeah. Let me take a look. Oh, that looks bad. What is that stuff anyway? Gummy candy, we melted it in the microwave and it was really hot and it burned off a piece of the skin mm. on my chest and I, I can't tell the difference between the gummy or if it's patches of my skin. How did this happen? Michael's just, his face is bright red. I think he was so embarrassed. And I tell her, we're, we're trying to be kinky. It went terribly, terribly wrong. wrong. I can see that. The worst part about the entire thing <laughs> is I get the verbal abuse and, and the looks and the stares. This is a nasty burn. We need to have a doctor look at you. It is in your chest area. I understand if you're a little bit embarrassed. Would you prefer to have a female doctor? So I ask her, who's the best doctor you have on staff? I, I want, want the best, best doctor. doctor. I would have went on a PA system and announced it to the whole hospital. Hi, Josie. I'm Dr. Wilson. You, you, you did this with melted candy? Mm. Do you know how dangerous that is? Let me explain something to you. Sugar is not like candle wax. Sugar retains the heat a lot more, and hot sugar is almost impossible to get off the skin because it continues to burn. We had no idea. Obviously. Burns are relatively common in the ER. They're relatively uncommon, uh, self-inflicted like this. Most burns that we see are going to be hot water, someone spills it off a stove, or hot coffee, someone spills it on their lap. Um, a lot of burns we get are chemical burns. Patients might spill acid on themselves or something like that. But I've never seen someone purposely burn themselves with molten gummy candy. Well, you've got third degree burns here. For a third degree burn, that's the worst kind of burn. And that goes not only through the layers of the skin, but into the subcutaneous tissue underneath. It's a very serious injury. The nurse will come in and explain how to prevent infection. What we usually have to do is remove the blisters if they haven't been um, popped already. We'll actually, what's called debride the blisters, we'll take the roofs off the blisters and let all that fluid out. If we don't let the fluid out, that can be a place for bacteria to gather and cause an infection. If this is infected, we're gonna need to do skin graft surgery. We're gonna need to pull the graft from underneath there. Now the real danger here is that the burn itself is actually destroying the nerve endings as well as the blood vessels of the skin. If there's a lot of area that's burnt, sometimes you need surgery. If it's not that much of an area, the skin will start to heal around it, and then depending afterwards, the patient might need to get a skin graft. It's a good thing you didn't put ice on it. Ice on a burn that's this bad could cause frostbite or even worse. A lot of people make the mistake with butter. Butter creates a layer of grease that just keeps the heat in. I didn't know. What's wrong with your tongue? 
I wasn't really trying to downplay Josie's injury, but uh, I really did burn my tongue. And uh, so I wanted to try to get him to look at it real quick. Let me see. Mm, swollen. And uh, he kind of gives me a weird look and he's like, yeah, you'll be fine. Just eat ice cream for a few days. Problem with a tongue burn is it's very hard to treat. Uh, there's no way to keep any ointment on it. But the good news is about the tongue that it'll start to heal very quickly on its own. It's just the way the skin is of the tongue. It's more muscle and uh, mucosa rather than actual skin. And I'll prescribe to you ointment, pain meds, and antibiotics, and a referral to the burn specialist. And if everything goes well, you'll recover with limited scarring. It took about two and a half to three months for the entire burn to fully heal over and turn into a scar where I didn't have to continue to put cream on it and keep it covered. I think for both of us, it really was humbling to say the least. We do make sure to uh, do a little bit more thorough research into our endeavors. Uh, it's one of those that we, we kind of take a, a step back and say, all right, is this something that's gonna send us to the ER? Honey, we have to hurry. Mom will be here any minute. It took weeks to get all the gummy out of the microwave, and the house smelled very fruity every time you know you went to cook something. I'm really nervous about meeting here. No, my little gummy bear, we're gonna be fine. It doesn't affect anything anymore. And we still oh, no, have our slutty there. Saturdays. Oh, hey mom, you're early. We are engaged now. This incident brought us extremely close together because now she's stuck with me for life. You finally get to meet Michael. I can definitely tell that she judges me for this situation. They hold me responsible for it, and I do understand, but it was definitely her fault, and this show's gonna prove it, and it's gonna clear my name, and everything will be good. Whatever. Anybody here with him? No. So after I pull the fork out, I want you to put this on, and then take this gauze and this stuff, you just need to hold it really tight on there. Okay. My name is Ali Hussein, and I've been practicing emergency medicine for the last seven years. I don't think it's for everybody, but I like the fact that I have no idea what's going to come next. At the beginning of my shift on Thursday, I was working overnight, so it was, you know, late evening. You know, all the rooms are filled, uh, so now we have patients starting to kind of line the hallways and chairs. That sounds fascinating, having an aunt like her. I mean, do you mind if I sit here? Whew. Okay. What's next? Wow, your Aunt Melinda sounds like quite a gal. <laughs> I see this older gentleman, and he's sitting with a very attractive woman. So tell me more about your Aunt Melba's hot pepper jelly. Uh, I mean, I bet you eat a lot of it because you're undeniably sweet and definitely spicy. <laughs> oh, Juan, you do know how to make a girl feel special. Everything about him kind of exuded this confidence. Hey, Dr. Feelgood, glad you could join us. Sorry about the wait. Is it okay if your wife waits here while we talk? I think you can handle this alone. Thank you for listening to me rattle on. Oh, Luis, a treasure like you will always have my full attention. I'll see you soon. Uh, friend of yours? No, I just met her in the lobby. He kind of flashed me this big smile and kind of gets a little bit closer, kind of get me in his confidence. Let's say I have some tea time scheduled and this old golfer is ready to swing. Um, okay. But my putter is not properly aligned. I'm sorry, I'm still not following you. He tells me that he has a big date tomorrow night and he was hoping for a little help because he's been having some trouble um, getting it up. I need the little baby. 
people come in the ER looking for all types of medications, um, and in general, we are happy to prescribe it if it's something that they need to prevent them from getting really sick. You know, at my age, I have some challenges. Things like this that are not emergent, they're really for enhancement as opposed to medical condition. I'm trying to see sick patients not give you drugs to help you on your date. So let me get this straight. You came to the emergency room mm -hmm. to get erectile dysfunction meds? <laughs> I just had a guy get stabbed in the heart. Ouch. I'm sure your primary doctor could give this medication to you, but I don't know anything about you or your medical history, so I can't prescribe you this medication. The problem with all these erectile dysfunction meds is they cause the blood vessels to dilate. Uh, but if you have, you know, heart problems, if you're taking certain other medications for your heart, it can substantially lower your blood pressure and uh, can be really dangerous. So he should get it by his primary doctor who knows his medical history. Well, there's nothing we can do. Come on, let's go. Uh, thank you, Doc. Appreciate it. Susan. Hey, honey. Doug says I only have six months to live, but I have the body of a 20-year-old. <laughs> I am back. Did you miss me? So I think we really need to take care of this, okay? So I went about kind of doing all the notes and stuff that I end up having to do, and all of a sudden I hear screaming. Help! And I see the woman I saw earlier with the gentleman. Help! 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, calm down. <laughs> I think he's dying. Where are we going? This way. Come on. When I walk into the room, he was obviously seizing. It's a seizure. I need some lorazepam now. And I need some help in a gurney. Seizures are dangerous for a uh, few reasons. One is that it can potentially cause permanent damage to the brain. Come on. Come on. It's obviously a very violent activity on the body. They can cause head trauma, they can bite their tongues, they can dislocate shoulders or other body parts. Is that gurney on its way? Gurney's on its way. We were able to stop the seizure, uh, but at that point he's what we call postictal, meaning after you have a seizure, there's always a period where the patient's kind of asleep and it takes a while to kind of come back to normal. How is this happening? Could be head trauma. Did he fall? He appeared to have lipstick all over his face, which he didn't have before, and that's when I kind of turned to the woman and her hair was kind of disheveled, her lipstick was smudged. What happened in here? We were just looking for a quiet place to uh, pray together. My aunt, she's, she's very sick and he's such an understanding man. Seems like a plausible explanation, but definitely seemed like she was trying to hide something. I think I'm, I'm gonna go check on my aunt. I needed to figure out why he had a seizure. What's taking so long? I don't get it. If his sugar was really low and he had a history of diabetes he never told me about, could he have an electrolyte problem? But I still needed some answers. How's he doing? All his vital signs are stable, doctor, but he's still postictal. Could it be an infection like meningitis? No, it seemed unlikely. Let's get some blood tests. I need a CBC, I need electrolytes, I need a glucose, I need a urine tox screen, I need a rectal temp, and we gotta send him over for a CT. <laughs> Let's get another two milligrams of lorazepam. My patient is having another seizure, and I want to break it as quickly as I can. Juan, we're going to take care of you. This is his second seizure now, and I think you know something about this. Honest, I don't know anything. Yeah, I told her that if she knew something that could help me take care of him, this is his second seizure, and if he has more, he could potentially, you know, have permanent damage. We were just, uh praying together, and then, then he just started jerking around and making all these horrible noises. It kind of dawned on me that maybe he was a much smoother operator than I really even gave him credit for. And uh, so 
definitely thought that something was going on in that locker room that probably shouldn't have been. Praying, huh? All right, well, I gotta check on another patient. You can stay with him, but I hope you can remember something. Watch her. You know, while I was waiting for him to kind of wake up from his second seizure, all the blood tests, everything came back and everything was totally normal. Made it a little bit more difficult because I just, it still had no explanation. Well, doesn't look like his seizures were caused by diabetes or an infection. His CT doesn't show any bleeding or neurocystosarcosis. So that's the good news. The bad news is I still don't know why he had a seizure. Ah, oh, what happened? Mm. Looks like our little locker room mystery is about to get solved. God, I was so scared. Luis, I'm going to ask you to leave so I can confer with my patient over here. I understand. I'll be waiting for you, Wani. Mm-hmm. Ay, 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 dog. Isn't she a beauty to wake up to? It's good to know what's happening with the patients kind of in their personal life. And in, in as far as it, it impacts their medical care. But sometimes you get more information than you really want. Well, you've had two seizures in the last three hours. So I gotta ask, has this ever happened to you before? I've not been honest with you. This is not the first time I dealt with the seizure rodeo, not by far. You see, I'm epileptic and I run out of my seizure pills. I mean, that answered all my questions right then. If I know they have a history of seizures, then it'll often direct the way I treat them. You know, you came to the ER to get pills for your, for, for this hot date, but you couldn't get your seizure medicines? What's up with that? It seems that they put something in those pills that doesn't make my little Juan be my little Juan. His response was that he thought the seizure medicines might be causing his problems in the first place. Well, you're not wrong about that. Seizure medications can have that side effect. Mm. But, you know, you gotta start thinking with this brain and not... With little Juan? Not being able to get it up for a date is distressing. It's not life-threatening like a seizure can be. He really needs to take care of the seizure first and worry about the other part later. Well, now that we've cleared the air, you mind telling me exactly what happened in that locker room? <laughs> okay, two words. El amor. Epileptics, they don't necessarily need to avoid foreplay or sex or anything like that, but it all depends on the person individually um, and what their trigger is. You know, some people will have seizures because they haven't slept well. For some people, it may be overstimulation. Um, so you just have to know what your trigger is. You know, I, I won't deny a woman in need of manly comfort. Oh, well, I see you've been waiting for me all your life. Oh no, what's wrong? Doctors say I may have to wait here for hours while they get her fluids back to normal. And after mother died, and now this has been all I've got. Our elders are our most cherished gift. I wish I could do something to soothe your worried mind and any part of your body. Lydia, <sighs> why don't we go pray? <laughs> when epileptics aren't taking their medication. For whatever reason, it puts them at risk of having increased number of seizures. You see, dog, I have a PhD in body language. Her entire physiognomy was screaming, I want you on. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah? Well, you better believe it, because I'm real.
Maybe little Juan would like to meet Lady Louise. Oh, yes, you bet. Let's just say that he was more than happy to make her acquaintance. Louise and I, we surrendered to our animal passion. The last thing I remember, she screamed, I blacked out. Good thing about it is that I'm no longer going to need the blue pills. But you will need your seizure medications, and that is something I'm more than happy to prescribe. Thank you, Doc. He's fine. We watched him for a while, and he seemed to be doing fine. And uh, I was happy to let him go home and wished him well. Hey. Well, I hear you guys had quite the adventure in the locker room. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. It's OK. Your secret's safe with me, but please, no more fraternizing in the ER. OK. Okay, I'm about to discharge him. You want to see him? If that would be all right. Yeah, go ahead. A few minutes later, I saw him walk out of the room holding her hand. <sighs> Thank you, Doc. Nice seeing you again. You know, I could see them going out for coffee or dinner or something later, and uh, hopefully he wouldn't need that prescription he came looking for in the first place. For that, I'm going to take you salsa dancing to him. Oh, you are? Oh, yes. Are you going to teach me some moves? Oh, baby, oh, yeah, so I'll teach you so many moves. He might be the only man I know who came to the ER for erectile dysfunction meds and left with a new girlfriend. into being together. We got tattoos. We we actually moved in with each other, like, after a month. Boy, you are some type of crazy. You know that? Yeah, that's why you love me, too, huh? Yeah, but don't be pushing that too hard. Everybody was like, what are you doing? Are you nuts? Come on, I wasn't that bad. It was fun. The first thing that attracted me to Anton was his heart is so huge, and that's what I love so much about him. It's great. I love him. You know, we were like two puppy dogs in love, you know? You're cool. She just lit up the room, you know what I mean? Like, out of everybody there, she was like the most, like, you know what I mean? She was just that fluorescent to me, and I just, she stood out, and I was like, wow. Yeah. When you know, you know. And we knew. We knew. Well, it was the summertime, so of course there were a lot of barbecues, a lot of pool parties, so we got invited to one. When we first went in there, we're like, cool, this is fun, we're partying, you know, we're drinking, we're eating, all our friends, everyone is there, we know, everyone. Let me see this thing, man. <laughs> Come on, man, you, you, you known this girl for what, two minutes? Oh my God, girl, that toe ring is gorgeous. Oh, it's a family heirloom. Been in my family for generations. Oh, I thought maybe Anton gave it to you. Girl, he gave me this. What? <laughs> okay, now, you two are just wild and crazy. <laughs> no. As we got inside the pool, we noticed that people were leaving. I guess they were going home. I guess they were going inside to go eat or, you know, whatever. We're in the pool. So, you know, we're kissing. We're so beautiful. You would have thought the world stopped for a moment for us, you know? It was just that much chemistry that was so intense. I got an idea. An idea. He gets an idea. Not that bright, but he got an idea, you know? I had been drinking, so I was, you know, feeling in the mood. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, everyone's going inside. 
Does he feel a little bit naughty? You ever did it in a pool? Uh, no, I'm a good girl. So he's like, come on, babe, let's go. And I'm like, no, somebody's gonna catch us. No, they won't. I'll protect you. Swimsuit came off, trunks came off, everything came off. Didn't really take me too long, but hey. I start kissing her and, you know, start taking off her stuff and I'm feeling good. So, you know, we just, we went right at it. We're trying to maneuver and turn around because, you know, you got the pull and shaking. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's something going on with my foot. And, ow! Ow, something, something has my foot! My foot is stuck, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What's it stuck on? Oh, it hurts. Just go down there and see. Ow. Ow. I could barely see, but I could see enough that I could see that her foot was, like, stuck, you know, where the filter was. It's your toe ring. It's stuck in the filter. What? Get it out of there. Oh, my God. If somebody sees it, I'll just die. So I felt awkward. I don't have a bathing suit on. He doesn't have shrimp trunks on. You have to calm down. Ow, you calm down. It's my you could see it clear as day, you know what I mean? And it was like, uh-oh, we, we made a boo-boo here. So, Ow! you know, I started panicking, but I didn't want to panic too much for her to see that I was panicking, because then she'll start panicking. Get my toe ring out! Get it out! This toe ring was actually a regular ring, like a wedding band ring, that was given to my grandmother or something. I put it on my toe. Had it on my toe for the last 10 years. You know, I'm like, oh my goodness, this was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Wow. You know, it's been about three, four minutes, you know, coming up and down. My breath is starting to get, you know, a little heavy. Ow! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! First, I thought that my ankle was broken because the pain was so bad. I knew I needed an X-ray. So my friends come, put us in the car, and the nearest hospital is my job. I'm a medical assistant, so I do intake and front office. I get them in, admit. That was actually my shift. So when I went in there, I knew that that was my shift there. So I knew that those were all my coworkers. Say I slipped. We're, we're gonna make up a story because I cannot be the talk of the break room. I can't. That's it. Just. Tell him I slipped at the party. Whatever, come on. Jess, girl, what happened? Quick, get a wheelchair. Don't, Jess, it'll be okay. I'm full of embarrassment. I was just so depressed at that time. Like, <laughs> I didn't really want them to know. You know, like, how could you tell your job that? We were at a party and she slipped. Well, what was she doing? Jess is, she's really funny. She, everybody loves her at work. So, you know, at first people were concerned and then concern turned into curiosity. Were you in a pool? No, he just told you. Ooh. At a party, in your bathing suit, with your hair wet. People lie a whole lot. There's never a dull moment. And I smell chlorine. Can you just get me into an x-ray room? Please. Ooh. Ooh. You know when people are lying to you. You know when they're lying. Well, let's take a look at this ankle, huh? So in evaluating somebody who's injured their ankle or lower leg, swollen and bruising, you'd figure that there's probably some kind of injury that occurred, and the first question out of everybody's mouth is always, how did this happen? How about Ow. touching you right here? You feel that? Of course I do. I just need an x-ray. Hello? Can you wiggle your toes? Ow. All right. She's got quite a bit of swelling. Let's get her some ice, about 400 milligrams of ibuprofen and an x-ray. <laughs> Thank you. What have I been saying? Might be a broken ankle, could be torn ligaments, but you might have to be in a boot, young lady. 
a booth. When in examining the ankle, depending on the, the degree of tear and also the pain threshold of the particular patient, we will offer them pain medicine. And then, in addition to that, the patient has to be in an immobilizing cast for several weeks. My birthday's in two days. No, we have a party. Like, I can't wear a boo. Wait, I am very serious about this. Like, I cannot wear a boo to my birthday party. <laughs> now that Anton's gone, girl, what really happened? Uh, you know how to mind your own business? No! M-Y-O-B, you know mind your know, own business. You know no. me. Tell me the truth. I knew if I would have told them the full truth, that they would have been like, oh, my goodness, you guys did what? And you know how they are. They have to get the stories, the juices, the details. And next thing you know, they probably would have had a nickname for me. It's okay, tell me the truth. What happened? Tell what happened? What? Was girl, it you good? Worse was it good, girl? It was good. What was it good? Was what are you talking about? He's come back and told me stories about them. Yeah, so it's so, kind of yeah. like gossip hour. Yeah lunch hour type yeah. thing so they would have been like oh Jessica came in she got frisky in the pool and hurt her ankles so I could never tell I I never tell in person never with my own mouth <laughs> then yeah. I tell you mind your business huh you did tell me to mind my business but you know me girl you know me I gotta know I gotta know what's the 411 the actual diagnosis was a torn ligament in my ankle and I needed physical therapy and also to wear a boot for about three to four months I have to have the boot on on my birthday. What kind of outfit goes with the boot? You know, can I bedazzle it out? <laughs> yeah. I guess we're just trying to do something new, spice things up, you know, get frisky, see how wild we can go. So he got me to get wild, you know. When I look at the new ring, I don't feel too bad. Look, I, got, I replaced your, new, your old one with your new one, you know what I mean? Seven years later with the baby. <laughs> That's how that happens. What do you think? Think the pool's still warm? Can can I get a, a do-over? You did not just say what I think you just said. 